Um, I feel like my insides are a scribble <laughs> on a piece of paper, and the paper is then crumpled up and then thrown in the garbage. <laughs> and then, and then somebody used it for toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. So scribbled, crumpled, tossed in the trash, and then wiped ass with. Yeah. That's how I feel on the inside. And then they threw it in a campfire and everyone inhaled fecal matter through smoke mm-hmm. particles. Yeah. And they all got E. coli. That's so what 2020 great. is for me. That's my emotional state in a nutshell. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, our one and done episodes. Oh my god! Uh, you know, we once described a one and done episode like a. Oh wait, no, I've, I've got it, I've got it. This is I can't believe we haven't said this. Have what? we said this? What? Our one and done episode is like the dollar beer night <gasps> at a bar. Yes, it really is. It's a total shit show, but it's amazing. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly. It is like a dollar beer night at a bar. I can't believe we haven't said that yet. I know. It's wild and crazy. Well, we just said it, and it's out there, and now it's forever, forever known as a dollar beer night, a podcast. <laughs> I like it. I've been to many a dollar beer nights, and I walk away feeling sick. Terrible. Um, <laughs> awesome and, and terrible at the same time, if that's if that's even possible. Maybe I'm bipolar. I don't know. That was my shift, and it was a fucking nightmare. Hi, can I have 408 blue moons, please? Thanks. And don't forget the oranges. Don't forget those fucking oranges because I'm paying a dollar for these beers and I want the garnish. Yes. Oh, my. I will punch anybody (laughs) who pays for a dollar beer and gets mad that they don't get a slice orange on the side, on the rim. I'm going to fucking stick this slice orange right up your ass and you're going to pay me a dollar. That's it. That's how I garnish. (laughs) <laughs> but today, even though uh, we're the dollar draft night shit show of podcasts on our one and done, we're not even having a beer. What are you drinking? I am drinking a bad granny. I named it a bad granny. And, you know, usually we drink a beer on our one and dones, hence the dollar beer nights of podcast. Um, but since it's election week and um, I'm just going to drink away the existential dread that I'm feeling deep within mm-hmm. my soul um, it is cold brew coffee, bourbon, mm-hmm. some maple mm-hmm. syrup, a little bit of triple sec for some brightness, and some whipped cream. And it's delicious, and I'm in love. And if you want to see the picture and the recipe for it, just check out our social media. Happy Hour Gets Weird Pod on Instagram and Happy Hour Gets Weird on Twitter. Exactly. And it is good. It's a it's an upper and a downer at the same time. That's how people describe me. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> And I'm I'm sh- I'm sure you're wondering, well, why the fuck would Cassie name a drink <laughs> Bad Granny? Uh, and it's because it's not because she li- she only watches mature granny porn. That's not why. No, that's not why. I'm not saying that. Why did you pause for so long? Because <laughs> I was thinking about well, maybe uh, Freudian slip. I don't know. You know, you can find anything on Pornhub. There's a lid for every pot. There is. And I just personally, it's my personal motto. I just like to know what's out there. That's fair. Because you just never know what kind of conversation you're going to get into. And I just want to know a little bit about a lot of it. (laughs) 
Anyways. You might find something that you didn't even know you loved. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's happened to me. <laughs> Anyways, we digress down a uh, porn rabbit hole. Um, so the reason I named the drink this week Bad Granny is because we are going down a list of grandma criminals. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun and it's exciting. And they are definitely old enough to know better. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to get right into this. And I'm going to start with 74-year-old Marilyn Devine. Marilyn Devine's son asked for a loan one too many times. Fed up with his bullshit, she took to a more aggressive way to lend him some money. Marilyn, wearing a black hood and hiding her face with a black and gold Pittsburgh Steelers scarf and armed with an unloaded 9mm, walked into the closest bank to her house. She calmly pointed the gun at two young bank tellers and politely demanded money. She walked back to her, her car in the parking lot with 6,000 doll hairs. Police were called and Marilyn proceeded to lead them on a slow speed chase through the city. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until a tow truck driver a with a speed chase. <laughs> it wasn't until the tow truck driver with the police scanner blocked her path and she was arrested. At the trial, Marilyn testified she did it to, quote, help the people who are starving to death that nobody cares about. So she was going to donate all that money to charity? I doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) She was probably going to buy Steelers merch. Um, She was ordered to pay $10,000 for the emotional distress she caused the bank tellers. She was sentenced to three months house arrest. And 20 years probation. That's not a very intense um, punishment, though. No, that's a slap on the wrinkly wrist. (laughs) Marilyn said, quote, I wasn't out to intend to hurt anybody. I won't do anything like this again. Yeah, that's damn right you won't. Damn right you won't, Marilyn. Steelers (laughs) fan was a stealer. Yes. I really wanted to make that connection. It wasn't as great as I thought it was. A for be, effort. A for effort. Thank you. Thank um, you. You know, and I, Marilyn said at the trial, she didn't think that she traumatized the bank tellers because she was polite and they seemed not scared. And she didn't agree with having to pay them $10,000. Just, just an <laughs> FYI. Um, but yeah, so Marilyn, bad granny on the loose, little granny bank robber. Yeah. So who knows if she was trying to donate it to starving people or if she, um, I don't know. She's a bank robber, so I don't, can we trust her? I don't know. She's a Steelers fan. Nope. Don't trust her. Mm-mm. Um, no offense to any Steelers fan. I actually have no dog in the fight in football, so I actually don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> She's just talking shit to talk shit. She actually has no feelings about football or Steelers fans. No, I, gratuitous shit talking, 100%. I mean, Steelers fans could be the best people in the world. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. <laughs> Next on my list is Vera Tercy. She was 80 and relied on a walker and an oxygen tank at the time of her arrest. During a sting operation dubbed, quote, Operation Risky Business, police discovered Vera to be a madame of a New Jersey escort service. 
named August Playmates. Ooh, that's a sexy name. Operating the sting over the phone, police started to suspect her age when she said things like, quote, that's all inclusive, dear, (laughs) or had a hard time breathing. Vera would take calls from clients, find out what they were looking for, and send an available escort, then take a cut of the fee. Vera was charged with felony promoting prostitution. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I say legalized sex work, but what do I know? Yeah. Vera's just trying to supplement her retirement. Poor Vera. I mean, yeah, poor Vera. I feel like, you know, I think that Vera had a good opportunity to get into, like, some some physical work, maybe. Contact Pornhub, send in an audition tape. So you're saying just put a camera in front of it so that it's legal? Yes. That's our tip. That's our tipsy Tuesday. It is. Put a camera in front of it so it's legal. Well, which, by the way, is so fucked up because what's the difference, you know? There's no difference. I don't know. But, yeah, I think Vera maybe could have just done maybe a webcam. Webcam girl. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get the little, maybe get the walker involved. I mean, hmm, someone's got to be into it. Anyways, Vera... I think has since passed away. I think I saw her obituary online. Oh, rest in peace, Vera. Yeah. But she became a great grandmother before she passed away. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. All right. So next on our list, 64-year-old Theresa Taylor was busted for selling, quote, veritable cornucopia of prescription pills. After an anonymous tip and a two-month-long investigation, drug agents raided Theresa's house and found over 450 pills, including oxycodone, hydrocodone, soma, among other pain meds. They also found a stash of marijuana and grow lights. Apparently, Theresa was taking full advantage of her elderly friend circle, and she was buying prescriptions from her elderly friends and reselling them for cash. She was charged with drug trafficking and felony drug possession. Well, I'm not into that. I'm, I'm not, not either. I'm not into selling prescription pills. They're so dangerous. They are dangerous. And you know, I saw a picture and mm-hmm. she, you would never suspect. Sweet old granny? Total sweet old granny. Dang. I know. There's something to look forward to. It's having that sweet old granny face. So you could just do whatever you want. You could get away with murder. Um, but don't. Don't try to get away with murder. That's illegal. That's uh, our tip number two for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> just full of all kinds of advice today. Her neighbor, in fact, there was a quote in this, this news article. And speaking of news article, I will list all the sources in the podcast description. There's a ton of them, so I didn't want to list them in the actual episode. I mean... Anyways, um, her neighbor gave an interview with the newspaper, and and she was shocked. She was like, "I can't, oh, I, bet. I can't believe she was like this drug pin, um, pill <laughs> lady. She was sweet and kind, and I had no idea that. And and she was also growing marijuana. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's not a big deal, but it's just like, whoa, surprising. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, next on our list, this one, this one's a bad one. This is the real bad granny. Oh, no. Arthritic and wheelchair-bound 
67-year-old Ernestine Williams ran an army of pickpockets. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And her little crime group or crime army targeted elderly people of Florida and Georgia. For nearly 10 years, Ernestine recruited her children, grandchildren, and friends of the family and others to pickpocket for a profit, raking in anywhere from $1,000 to $50,000 a day. Holy shit. Yeah. They would go to a shopping center, a popular tourist or popular shopping center, and Ernestine would instruct who to target, how to distract them, and then she would wait in the car during the day until everybody came back with their their score. Uh, They stole credit cards and checks, and then they would purchase things with their credit cards and then resell those. Um, And Ernestine was sentenced to four years in prison despite her family claiming that she was too frail to go to prison not too frail to commit the crime not too frail to do the time good one that was amazing that was amazing that was the best thing i've done in 2020 that's our next t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> with the grandma's face on with it. the little just like an outline of like curly hair and glasses <laughs> or just like a little walker yeah oh my oh gosh my God. yeah um so she also was known for bribing people with uh, narcotics to keep them pickpocketing for her. So she would. Oh, that's fucked up. So yeah. she's like getting her grandkids mm-hmm. like addicted to drugs, basically. Yeah. So Gross. yeah, she's she, that was a real granny gone wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a witch. Yeah. Um, okay. The next sweet Nana on our list is a 76-year-old woman stating her name as Catherine Kelly was arrested Mm -hmm. for pickpocketing in a Manhattan grocery store. After getting complaints of an elderly woman who was attempting to pickpocket customers at the store, police set up a sting operation. And Catherine Kelly was caught swiping an undercover officer's wallet. Once back at the station, they realized Catherine might not be who she said she was, And it turns out Catherine had been arrested 73 times. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, dating back all the way to 1971. So here is the fucking crazy part. She used 36 different aliases (gasps) and 26 different birth dates over her criminal career. Some of the aliases include Charlotte Martinelli, Robin Shapiro, Antoinette Lombardi, Mildred Friedman, Sylvia McGuire, Victoria Velotti, and Charlotte Petrovas. I mean, those are some pretty fantastic names, actually. And I think she was just seeing things and like, oh, Martinelli's. I like that. I'm going to change my name to that. Isn't that Cider? Yeah. Isn't that sparkling cider? Yeah. She was in the grocery store stealing wallets and she's like, gets caught and they're like, what's your name? And she's like, uh. Looks around. Uh, Banana Martinelli. <laughs> Heritage ham applesauce. <laughs> Whatever you say, you're old. Yeah, I believe you. Uh, ground turkey oatmeal. <laughs> so this broad. Aside from her amazing name choices, like, had a life of crime. 
totally. And she also had the fucking audacity to give them her address as 1600 Pennsylvania Ave. Isn't that the... The fucking White House? White House? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, not a far shot of the residents of the White House, in my opinion. It was actually Donald Trump (laughs) this whole time. The twist is that old woman, her real name was Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, um, so she was sentenced to a year at uh, Rikers Island, actually. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, also, in the news article, she had um, a man friend. It didn't really say, but they were considered kind of a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde of pickpocketers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, they did an interview, he wasn't arrested, but they did an interview with him about how she had a court date and he said, quote, what name is she now? Oh. Or who is she now? Who is she now? Or what, who, you know, anyways, but it, I thought that was pretty interesting. I actually really, um, liked all of her alias names. They were pretty, Mm -hmm. they're one of the officers gave an interview and he said they were she always used an old-fashioned name. It, there was no Whitney or Brittany or Amy in mm-hmm. her list of aliases. but And they were just guessing that her age was was 76 because she didn't give her, ever her real birth date. Did they ever know her actual real name for no, sure? They never found out her real name or her real birth date. They just went off the birth date she used the last time she got arrested, which would put her oh, at 76. Gosh, I love this. I mean. I'm actually really intrigued by her. She is um, a mystery. Yeah. I mean, with a name like Catherine Kelly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I thought that was, she was an interesting case. And the last granny on my list is 62-year-old grandma, Linda Ethel Sheridan. She went to visit her son in a Canadian prison with her 10-year-old granddaughter. While being... Admitted into the prison, a drug-sniffing dog alerted on her geriatric prison purse. Well, Grandma Linda was allegedly smuggling $12,000 worth of drugs in her cooters. In her cooter? I can't believe I wrote that. <laughs> okay, I did. I, should, I was up late doing this. I can't believe I wrote it in cooter. Oh, my gosh. You have typed the word cooter in your life. You can check that off the old bucket list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely was on my bucket list. <laughs> um, so in her cooter and breasts. How much, how much could fit up there? Well, uh, turns out Grandma Linda, she's, she could fit a lot in there. <laughs> Let me go down the list of things that she had stashed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So her drug stash included cellophane-wrapped heroin, meth, marijuana, pills, cigarettes, and nicotine patches. And they were all wrapped in cellophane and then stuffed inside multiple condoms and then stuffed inside Linda. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Well, the first thing I thought is, okay, this is Canada. It's cold there. Good thing is, if you're ever caught... In a snowstorm, Linda will keep you warm. Just <laughs> like, crawl right up inside there and stay warm. Like on Star Wars when they <laughs> cut open that whatever it is and go inside. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, so I her- get it. I, 
I, it's smart that she wrapped everything so well because if something like heroin or meth like leaked in your vagina, I'm assuming that's like extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. But I just, God, to think of the desperation of having, of the person who has to get their drugs from somebody's vagina. Well, you have to think she was going to visit her son. Oh, oh, God. All right, but here's the... I forgot about that. Yeah, so here, here's the interesting part. I forgot part. about that. Her son told the courts he didn't ask for the drugs. And Linda told the court that an anonymous caller called her and told her they would kill her son in prison if she didn't smuggle in the drugs. So at the time of her arrest, Linda told police, quote, I wish I hadn't been talked into this. Quote, it was a stupid move and I should have known better. Did they buy it that an anonymous person threatened her into doing it? Um, I don't know. I couldn't find any follow-up because this... Did you buy it? Do you buy it? Well, at first I was like, okay. But then I thought, well, where did Linda know to get all these drugs? (laughs) She's just walking around the park late at night. Yeah. Anybody have any meth, heroin, oxy? Nicotine packages? Nicotine packages? And cigarettes. Nicotine patches and cigarettes. So you can cover your body in patches and then chain smoke the cigarettes and then that will probably get you fucked up. (laughs) Probably. You'd get a head bunch like you fucking wouldn't believe. Yeah, there's a lot of questions with this one and I just can't stop thinking about her vagina, which is unfortunate. it's it's, It's massive. And I'm not saying that like... In a, with a negative connotation. I, I'm impressed, Linda. I'm I'm, I'm fucking impressed. $12,000 she, worth of drugs. She's a champion. Yeah, she she's is. She's a champion. Yeah. I am, in, color me impressed. I just, I also, I don't know how much heroin and meth costs, but, like, that's a lot of weed. I just feel like there's a, that has to be large quantities, is what I'm saying, right? Oh, okay. So I can help you out with that. I, oh, okay. I guess in prison, drug mm-hmm. prices are inflated. So that would not be a street price. That would be a prison price. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I okay, think it gotcha. was, I think, oh man, I should have wrote, written it down. They listed the ounces. I wish I wish I knew. If it's like 12 pounds of weed, I'm <laughs> going to start crying. I would start celebrating on Linda's behalf. Like, you're in the wrong profession, my dear. You need to call Pornhub. Get on that granny. Uh, seriously. Well, that was impressive. Yeah. I mean, some of them are, are, I was pretty impressed. Some of them not so impressed. You know, you, you, like I said, old enough to know better. Uh, but I know what I'm going to do my next birthday. I'm going to see how much drugs I can fit in my cooter. Your prison purse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, to round out our granny's list. I thought that I would add on a couple of short and not-so-sweet grandpas. Okay. So uh, they both have kind of um, cute little nicknames. Okay. And they're both bank robbers. Oh, all right. So we have the Granddad Bandit. Oh. Who robbed more than two dozen banks in 13 states. His real name is Michael Francis Mara. He's 53 at the time of his arrest. And he uh, also kind of lived a life of crime. Mm. 
Um, at 18, Morrow was convicted in Oklahoma of embezzlement and grand larceny. A couple of years later, he pretended to be a sheriff, rented a car in Atlantic City, and never returned it, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> He's just like wearing like a Halloween costume. Um, in my opinion, his most despicable act, aside from deceiving his wife for years and years, was to pretend to be an emergency worker, and he claimed that he helped the 9-11 cleanup crew. <gasps> What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, a total dirtbag. He pretended to be like an EMT. Uh, his wife thought he was an EMT, and I he never. I don't believe he ever was. What? His own wife? Yeah, his own wife had no idea. It's like he had a dual life. Ooh, that is pretty yeah. low. So later in life, he started robbing banks, and all he stole around eighty three thousand dollars by uh he would slip the teller a note Mm -hmm. and in the in 2019 he was sentenced to 25 years in prison Hmm. so just last year he was caught you know i feel like if you're gonna pretend to have a job don't don't pretend to be something that's like noble like just say you not that this isn't noble but But that's the point yeah, I get it, but it's just so fucked up, you know? Like, just say yeah. that you you pick up roadkill off the road or something. Like, you – not that that's not a noble job. It might be one of the noblest jobs because I'm not going to fucking do it. But it's like – or just pretend to be like uh, – why do why you have to be someone who, like, saves other people's lives? Like, that's just so fucked up. Because that's the point is they I want to have that hero status. That also, I know somebody who works for Caltrans and the amount of dildos they found on the side of the road when they started working <laughs> made me question like reality, humanity <laughs> and life. Because why are they just getting tossed on the road? That's a good question. Who just throws out a good dildo anyways? I don't. I honestly I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know who. It's the woodland creatures. <laughs> They're having orgies. It's six raccoons in a trench coat (laughs) buying dildos at the store. Mm -hmm. And then they're just littering them around in nature. Yes. Okay. So my last one is uh, the Grandpa Bandit. So there was Granddad Bandit and Grandpa Bandit. Okay. Don't fucking mix them up, okay? Because it matters. They should have changed it to the Papa Bandit. Sorry. We can we can change it. We'll go back and change it. We'll change their Wikipedia pages. Okay. <laughs> we'll become editors of Wikipedia just to change the Grandpa Bandit page. <laughs> His name is Farrell Lee Breyer, 61, of Eugene, was sentenced in Oregon to a string of bank robberies throughout the state. He was pretty busy robbing seven banks in Oregon in just over eight months. <gasps> so he was getting around. Mm-hmm. He also liked to use a note delivered to tellers like the last crazy grandpa, but sometimes he would also have a show a gun that was tucked into his waistband. Oh. Which, why do they do that? Like, wouldn't you be afraid you're going to shoot your own dick off? Why do they always shove the gun in the waist of their pants? I, not, not a good idea. Right? I think it'd be, I, I think it would be a safer choice. If you put it on the inside of your jacket pocket. Yeah. But then what if it like fell out and then discharged and then, you know. Shoot your own foot off. (laughs) I don't know. Has anyone ever shot their own dick off? Probably not. Probably. 
If you have shot your own penis off, email us at happyhourgetsweird at gmail. <laughs> anyway, Briar used his stolen money to pay for sex workers. Oh. So I guess he definitely never shot his own penis off. No. I guess. Uh, so, yeah, he was just uh, raising money to have fun, I guess. It didn't say in the article that I found the actual amount that he stole, but he was ordered to pay $33,000 in restitution. So I'm assuming it was in that ballpark of that. Mm-hmm. And he was sentenced to 13 years in prison. Hmm. You know what? Um, I just Googled shoot his own penis off. Turns out it happens quite often. Then why do you keep putting the gun in the waistband? I don't know. One, one news headline says, man in pointing guns at penis face group shoots self in penis. There is a pointing guns at penis face group book or Facebook facebook group? i'm like so shocked that i can't <laughs> why are you speak. calling it a face group <laughs> because i'm like so shocked that there is a group on facebook named pointing guns at penis their club is pointing guns at their own penis and that's yeah. all that they do in their club yes uh, and he be <laughs> oh my god what did- okay oh my did god did they get to did, did he get his penis put back on uh okay so according to this new york daily news article Written by Joseph Wilkinson. The title of this is Man in Pointing Guns at Penis Facebook Group Shoots Self in Penis Becomes a Hero in Group. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. And then the first line is, this dude is nuts. <laughs> I, I okay. think he's all nuts at this Man point. Man in a Facebook group dedicated solely to pointing loaded guns at one's genitalia shot himself in the penis and testicles. <laughs> The unidentified San Diego man is a member of the Loaded Guns Pointed at Penis Facebook group. The group is used to mainly to anger more responsible gun owners with people sharing pictures of loaded guns pointing at their penises with their fingers hovering over the trigger. Oh, so this is like a troll account. Okay. Did the guy's penis get sewn back on? Um, oh, he made a video of it and put it oh on the group. God. Uh, he was treated for his injuries at a hospital and even went to work the next day. It doesn't say with or without a penis. Wow. Um, I don't think he shot his own penis off if he went to work the next day. He probably just shot a hole through his penis. <laughs> he gave himself a Prince Albert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Isn't that what that piercing is called? Yeah. So there's another one. Portland man accidentally shot himself in the penis after he tried to tuck his licensed firearm in his waistband. <laughs> See? Okay, if you hear about one shooting off your own penis incident, you'd think that you'd be like, you know what? Yeah. Shoot me in the penis once, shame on you. Shoot me in the penis twice, shame on me and everybody who puts a gun in their waistband. (laughs) Also, another guy slipping gun into waistband when it went off. A 46-year-old man shot himself in his penis after a pistol fell out of his waistband. Uh, Oh, this one was intentional. Oh, no. A gun lover shot off his penis with his own weapon while tucking it into his waistband. Happens quite a bit. Happens quite a bit. So tip number three for this episode is do not tuck your gun <laughs> into your waistband. Man shoots himself in groin while showing off at the supermarket. <laughs> oh my like, god. Like, this is just, it's like, yeah, okay, so how about let's stop tucking, Let first of all, let's stop getting giving guns to idiots. IQ test at the at yes. the gun store. Yes. Um, 
also let's stop tucking our guns into our waistbands yeah that's our tip number three for today for sure yes you know what tuck it in the back if it goes off it goes right through your butt crack and down to the floor (laughs) it's not gonna shoot anything off i mean that's insane that's insane i had no idea this was like there was a big this is a big problem this is an issue you know the men's rights people what? should really get where are you this, if you this issue where are you this is a major men's rights issue it really is oh my god you know i think men's rights you really let the ball drop on this one yeah so really stepped on your own dick on this one is that an expression yeah so i mean i don't know that that's that's wild and crazy i mean we started this episode with uh geriatric criminal lady folk and then ended it with two grandpa and granddad bandits and then just found out that this is a this is a there's terrible penis shooting accidents all over the country and nobody is talking about it that's why people come here they come here to listen shoot to their own dicks about, off. Oh, to hear about well, I the... thought you meant they come to America to shoot their own dicks off. <laughs> I meant they come to our podcast to hear about the news stories that no one else is covering. <laughs> like the shooting your own dick off epidemic. It is an epidemic. We're just like on a tangent now about shooting your own dick off. <laughs> well, let's thank people for listening and thank people for not shooting their own dicks off. That's a good idea. Let's run down the tips. What tips did we give? Let's just sum up the tips. And then... Tip number one was... I don't remember any of them. I don't remember the tips. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> couldn't be motivational speakers because we'd get to... Our seminar would end with uh, dick jokes and... Um, <laughs> our, sli- our our final slides, like, we forgot what we said, but you should remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, first person to remember all the tips gets to do a shiver shot. <laughs> well, thank you for coming with us down another rabbit hole as always. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Um, we had some new uh, reviews this week that were really great. And we really appreciate the reviews and sharing with friends and everything that our listeners have done for us it's awesome so thank you the biggest compliment that you could pay us is to tell your friends about us and recommend us to people that you know or don't know people in the street your local grocer scream it at a stranger it's yes. a great way to to make friends yes it is it is <laughs> and you, you never know you might save somebody's dick if they listened to this episode and they were carrying their their firearm in their waistband you might have mm-hmm. just saved their dick. You might have. So don't do it for us. Do it for the dicks out there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, love yourself. Lock your doors. And light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Thank you for listening. It's good. So. Wake up and smell the bourbon. Wake up and smell Granny's prison purse. <laughs> <laughs>